This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back, everyone, to 1001 Ghost Stories and Tales of the Macabre. Today, two very macabre stories from CBC's Nightfall. The first called Welcome to Homerville. The second, The Monkey's Paw. If you enjoy our stories, please do take a moment afterwards to leave us a review for 1001 Ghost Stories and Tales of the Macabre. And now, Welcome to Homerville. In the dream, you are falling. Lost in the listening distance as dark locks in. (gasps) Nightfall. Good evening. Tonight's story has a definite destination. I hope you're still with us when we get there. The play is called Welcome to Homerville. It's a long way to go And the road ahead is troubled But this old brig and me We're gonna make it Through the wind and rain thunder Till the stormy skies are blue And the sunrise lights the highway Heading home it's a long, lonesome road through the lifetime of the trucker. But this old truck and me gonna make it. Yeah, me and this good old friend, we're gonna make it. Hey, my friendlies, that was good old country boy C.W. McCall. Just a moving and grooving on down that long, lonesome road. Shaking the time to just 20 minutes on the shy side of midnight right here on WQRN, the big voice of country music in the Wolverine State. By the way, baby, if you are driving by a church, you just slow down, you hear, because you just might see a bunch of folks building an ark. Because we are in for a motherload of rain early this a.m. And while I'm warm enough, motherloads, here's a little mother I would just dearly love to get loaded with. Miss Tammy Wynette running us up to 18 minutes on the left-hand side of the hour. Go. Do it. Do it, Tammy. Sometimes it's hard to be a woman Given all your love to just one man 
this. Well, the writers responsible for this latest excursion are Don Dickinson and Alan Gutman. Pleasant journey. Stand by your man. Give him your arms to hold. Don't do do stand by your man and tell the world you love him. Break or break one nine. Yeah, yeah, this is the one Georgia straight. I'm out the back door of an 18-wheeler with big apple plates. So you got your ears on there, good buddy. Come on. Uh, this is KXR 0461. I hear you back there, Georgia Strait, and I've got you in my mirrors. Go. Yeah, that's uh, four for sure there. I uh, just wanted a job there, good buddy. Uh, what's your handle? Come on. Uh, this is Paper Pusher, Georgia Strait. Where are you headed? Come back. I'm on the rebound from the Nickel City Holland Stale Air there. Uh, left a load of Texas strawberries, took a busted sidewalk to Motown, rub eyeballs with a snuff dipper. First sergeant finds out all big greasy side up. Come on. Georgia Strait. Yeah, go, good buddy. What the hell are you talking about? Over. <laughs> Damned if I know. I think I said I left my shoes in Kansas. Come on. I tell you what. Why don't we just talk straight? Over. I won't tell anyone if you won't. You been out long there, uh, come on? Yeah, it's my third day. You know this neck of the woods at all? I've never been up this way before. Over. Yeah, I've been known to cruise these boonies. Uh, smoke can get pretty thick up here. Come on. Hey, I asked for a straight. Go. I do apologize, paper pusher. But what I mean is that the Smokies... I mean, the, the, the cops come down pretty hard on speeders hereabouts. Come on. <laughs> no sweat. I'm in no hurry. I got a load of newsprint on. It can't go bad. Listen, is there a stop hereabouts, Go. Why, you uh, gotta shake hands with Shorty, come on? <laughs> I hope you don't talk to your mother with that mouth. I'm trying to tell you I'm hungry, come on. Yeah, that's uh, definitely a four for sure. Uh, now there's a chew and choke in about uh, ten miles. Uh, sorry, I can't join you for a cup of road tar, but uh, this is my exit coming up. Where'd you say you were headed, uh, come on? Well, I didn't say. I'm headed for Homerville. Have I got the best route? Over. The Georgia Strait, do you read me? Over. Did you say, uh, Homerville? Come on. Right, Homerville. Over. Homerville? You gotta be crazy. You heard them stories? Stories? Now what stories, Go? Hey, listen, turn back right now before you get there. What? You ain't never gonna get there in one piece. Come in, Georgia Strait. Over. You gotta turn back now while you can. What the hell was all that about?
sure. That's what the police say. But it don't make sense to me. Well, somebody told me one of his front tires was bald as a baby's bum. Must have blown out. No way. I rode with Norm for two years. Nobody took better care of his rig than him. Ask me. Roy, did you have the special? No, that's me, Bat. Thanks. You get the cabbage rolls. Yeah. Sorry to keep you waiting. Well, let me. Uh, well, what's he having? Looks pretty good. The cabbage rolls? Yeah, yeah, I guess. Anything else? Well, bring me a coffee, hon. Make it black. It's on its way. Say, Roy, uh, good morning. Have any family? Oh, a wife, no kids. Separate. Oh, yeah? Ah, you know. Too many hours on the road? Usual. Sounds familiar. I don't know. Still doesn't add up. Here you go. One cabbage rolls. Yeah, thanks. Uh, say, buddy, you sure you want to eat those things? <laughs> I think I can handle them. Earl, just let the man eat. Oh, sorry, no, sir. No, no problem. Uh, have I seen you here before? No, never been up this way. Oh, by the way, my name's R.C. I'm uh, Roy, and the uh, food expert here is Earl. Glad to know you. Uh, which way you headed? I'm hauling newsprint up to Homerville. Homerville? Wasn't that where they found Norm? Yeah, yeah. Homerville, huh? That's uh, quite a ways from here. Bad road up there. Yeah? What do you mean? Well, there's been a lot of accidents up that way. Bad ones. Well, I'll take it easy. I'm in no rush. No one waiting back home? Well, yeah, yeah, my wife, but I've been driving a long time. She's used to waiting. Take it from me. I never get used to it. Anything else here? Uh, no, no, that's fine. God, look at the time. You got a phone here? Said I'd call home hours ago. Yep, it's over in the corner. Yeah, well, thanks. That'll be two ninety-five. Oh, <laughs> right. <laughs> well, listen, here's uh, ten. I'll be right back. See you guys in a few minutes. Hmm? Sure. Uh, tell her you miss her cooking. Operator. I want to make a collect call to area code five five five. The number is four eight six seven nine three four. What is your name, sir? Uh, just say it's R.C. One moment, please. I'm sorry, sir. I am not getting an Hello? I don't know. It's one o'clock, for God's sake. I have a collect call for anyone from R.C. Will you accept the charges? R.C.? Sure. Go ahead, sir. Did I wake you, honey? Yeah. Oh, no. No, I, uh, I was just watching Johnny Carson. Hey, why are you calling? Something wrong? No, no, I'm okay. I just thought I'd give you a call, see how you're doing. Oh, I'm fine. You on your way home? No, it's going to take longer than I thought. Probably won't make it back till Saturday. Oh, too bad. Yeah. I'll tell you what. Why don't I pick you up after work and we'll go to a show or something? Hmm? Won't you be too tired, honey? Last time you went to a show... No, no, really. I want to. Well, 
This is KXRO461, the paper pusher. Anybody want to give me a shout? Come on. This is the paper pusher. Anybody out there want to give me a Nicholsworth? Go. Breaker, this is NSU2496, Grand Falls Beacon. I got you wall to wall, paper pusher. Want to chew the fat? Over. Roger. Where are you headed, Beacon? Go. Well, I was heading to the kitchen for a sandwich till I heard your call. Come on. Now that must be some kind of rig you're driving. Over. Yeah, it's a two-story split level. Good on gas, though. Over. Base station, huh? That's great. I don't get much chance to talk to many of you desk jockeys, just other high riders. You, you done any driving yourself, Go? Oh, sure have, but uh, not lately. Where you headed, paper pusher? Over. I'm bound for Homerville. Over. Where? Throw that back at me again, Go. Homerville? Ever hear of it? Over. I'll never forget it. Listen, good buddy, how long you been on the road today, Go? I guess I'm looking at 15, 16 hours, but traffic's light, so I've been trying to push through. Over. Where are you now, paper pusher? Over. Route 25, just past 113. Why? Come back. Well, you're... you're heading into a bad stretch of road. What do you mean? You got about a hundred miles to go. What I mean is it might be easier to take after a night's sleep. The mind can do strange things when you're on a long haul. It's a lonely life. Sometimes we need someone riding beside us, someone to talk to, someone to turn to when danger threatens. I find you're not alone. Breaker, Breaker, Beacon, are you reading me over? Since Homerville, I put my life in God's hands. Funny, he took away my sight and let me see. Breaker, Beacon, I'm losing you, over. Don't be led into temptation. Don't listen to that voice. Beacon, didn't copy that. Please repeat, over. Hey. 
Is anybody out there? chicken on Sunday. It's coming on 3 in the a.m. right here on WQRN, the big voice of country music in the Wolverine state. And time, and time for one last look at the weather. I'll bet you're just hoping for a nice day today. Oh, it better be. Yeah, warm and sunny with a big blue sky. Yeah, I'll take a dozen. Yeah, well, you better move it on down to Florida, my man, because the rain's going to come down like a son of a gun with temperatures in the low 50s. Damn. You know, baby, I sit here. I sit here and wonder just who's out there listening to WQRN at this hour. Up late, can't sleep, out on the road. Yeah, man, hey, take a look at the car up ahead of you, baby. I'll bet you he's listening to WQRN, too. You got something in common, and you don't even know it. Tell you what, my man, why don't you just give him a little honk? <laughs> you got to be kidding. Come on, baby, don't be shy. I'm going to give you a couple of seconds here. Ah, what the hell. Now, don't that feel better? I feel like a fool. There's nobody out here. You are with WQRN, top of the charts in country music. So play something, will you? WQRN now concludes its broadcast day. Our studios are located at 1063 Lombard Street and operated at an assigned frequency of... Ah, damn it. A breaker, one nine. Breaker, one nine. Anybody out there? Come on. Anybody out there? Over. Ah, what's the use? So, good night. Until we say good morning at 6.30. It isn't much further now, R.C. Why, you're almost there. Jesus! Hey, you okay? Huh? Yeah, yeah, a bit shaky. Well, that's better. Yeah, fill her up. Yeah, should take about 40. You got it. <laughs> you scared the fenders off that guy up there. Huh? <laughs> there wasn't enough daylight between you two to light a match. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I guess it was kind of close. <laughs> close? You get that close to a woman, you could get her in trouble. What, you doze off? No, no, yeah, I, I was just... listening to the radio. Uh, yeah, that's how it usually happens. Well, as a matter of yeah, fact. Yeah, no, I know, I know. I've, I've heard it all before. <laughs> it was the damnedest thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, trouble with your old lady, uh, too much time on the road. And maybe she's uh, playing around and, and you wish you were. Hey, check your own. No, it's fine. How do Dead you... Dead for Omerville, aren't you? Yeah, how did you know? All in newsprint. Yeah? Now, don't look at me cock-eyed boy. You can smell that stuff a mile away. 
You got quite a drive ahead of you, 200 miles. There you go. Didn't take that much after all. How much do I owe you? Read it and weep. Now, hold it. Did you say 200 miles? Well, it's been 200 miles to Homerville as long as I can remember. <laughs> Unless they moved it. Hey, you want a receipt? Yeah, okay. Seems kind of a waste to fill her up. 200 miles? that go anyway. I, two doors down, getting drunk and having a party. Two doors down. <sighs> breaker, Breaker, this is KXR 0461. Anybody home? Come on. Anybody there? Go. Stand by your man. And that was the paper pusher heading down that long, lonesome road. It's 25 minutes on the far side of 4 o'clock on KXR 0461. Voice of country music here in the Wolverine State. There's a Wolverine. It's request night here on Route 40, so give us a call and we'll play your favorite tune. Any requests, neighbors? Y'all come to me, R.C. It's really not much further now. What? Who the hell is that? Come on now. Answer me. Oh, you're almost here. Hurry on now, R.C. Just a little further. Who are you? What do you want? It's taking you so long to get here. And I'm waiting on you, sugar. I'm waiting. Waiting? What do you mean, waiting for me? Where are you? <laughs> I'm close, I see. Why, I'm almost close enough to touch. What are you trying to do to me? Oh, my God. What the hell am I doing? Want to step out of the cab, please? Are you there? Are you still there? Come on, pal. Get out of that cab. Yeah, sure, sure, right away. Uh, look, officer, I know it looks like I've been drinking or something. It had but... crossed my mind. I guess I was moving at a pretty good clip. For a plane, no. For a truck, yes. I'd like to have a look at your license. Yeah, well... Here you go. Thanks. Well, Mr. O'Connor, would you mind standing with your legs apart and your arms out to the side, please? Oh, but you don't understand. Mr. O'Connor, you'll make it easier on both of us if you just do it. Okay. Okay. Would you place your right index finger on your nose, please? Now you're left. I, I, I wasn't drinking. Is this your vehicle? Yeah, I lease it. You have the papers, please? Yeah, they're in the cab. May I see them, please? Look, I'm trying to tell you. I was getting a signal on my CB. On your CB? What, uh... What kind of signal? What, what did you hear? Well, it... 
It was a woman's voice. Was it? Look, you looked like you could uh, use some sleep. Were you planning to take a break? No. I was trying to push on through tonight. Well, Connor, I've seen a lot of guys in your condition. Take it from me, you'd be better off getting a little rest. You'll find a motel two miles up the road. If I were you, I'd stop there and get some sleep. You got more than 200 miles to go. If you ever want to see Homerville... Homerville? Oh, wait! How did you... Go get help. She was here. She was right in the car. She. Was there someone with you? Where? Someone. Hang on. Hang on. I'll go get help. Channel 9. We've got a 1034. Mayday. This is KXRO461. Over. Mayday. Mayday. A 1034. Can anybody hear me? Over. I hear you, RC. No, get off this channel. Oh, my, you're close, sugar. You're so close, RC. Stop it. Stop it. Leave me alone. You're almost here. Leave me alone. Here we are! Welcome to Homerville. Welcome home. You have just heard Welcome to Homerville by Alan Gutman and Don Dickinson. Neil Daynard was featured as R.C. O'Connor with Jimmy Morris as the announcer, John Stalker as Georgia Strait, Frank Perry and Robert Christie as Roy and Earl, Corinne Langston as Betty the waitress, Marion Waldman as the telephone operator, and Elva May Hoover as Rosie. You also heard Ron Hartman as Beacon, Arch McDonald as the gas station attendant, Bud Knapp as the highway cop, Gordon Thompson as the injured motorist, 
and Lynn Darragon as the siren. Our recording engineer is Ray Falsick, with sound effects by Bill Robinson. The senior script editor is John Douglas, and our production assistant is Doris Buchanan. Nightfall is produced and directed for CBC Radio by Bill Howell. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. dream you are falling lost in the listening distance as dark locks in <laughs> nightfall good evening tonight we have a special treat for you a new production of a story that refuses to die. I ask those of you who may have heard it before to warn your loved ones that we are about to present The Monkey's Paw. Oh, oh yes! <laughs> oh, that was lovely. Well, I hope I remember how to behave at table. <laughs> oh, come now, Sergeant Major. You, you, you may find us the barbarians, Jeremy. <laughs> the manners of the outposts of empire we hear, they're refined beyond anything we could dream of. Oh, in a sergeant's mess in India, on the frontier. <laughs> Are you sorry to have left it, sir? Oh, what, the frontier? I'm afraid, Herbert, that I've brought too much of it back with me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nothing shows good manners like a, a healthy appetite, Sergeant oh, Major. Do what? have some more. Well, I don't mind if I do as lovely. Oh, thank you, that enough. <laughs> oh, you've done yourself proud, you two. This house. Well, oh. it's been a struggle. But it's paid for. Mm -hmm. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, but... £200. Right. And I'm going to earn that. Oh, you're working already, lad. I am. I'm apprenticing to be a stationary engineer. Oh. More in Megan's. Oh, the old works. They're still going strong. Huge now. Jeremy, you'd not know the place oh. and the machinery. Terrifying. I had one look inside. The whirling and banging and sparks <laughs> and smoke. Uh. A foreman Smitty says, if you like working at Moore and Megan's, you'll feel at home on a battlefield. <laughs> like Chinese Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> Have you missed England all these years, Sergeant Major? Missed it? Oh, Fred's never told you about my family, eh? They weren't as well off as his. Well off. 
in the county workhouse. There's no job in a fine shop for me. You wouldn't, dear. Yes, we remember our young days fondly, don't we? The anger fades. You've done well in the army. Very well. I'm still breathing, yes. (laughs) China, Africa, India. Most of all, I'd like to see India. India? Oh, you're better off where you are, lad. There's too much everything, India. There's too many things off the map. Off the map? Here. Here, I'll, I'll show you something. What's that? Oh, small animal's foot. Well, not quite. It's a monkey's paw. Oh, what are you doing with a thing like that? Oh, well, perhaps I shouldn't be showing it. Jeremy, don't, don't put it away. Let's see it. Here, give us a look. Well, I, I didn't mean to. Upset. You, you're turning all red. Caught you out, eh? A secret? Oh, secrets? 21 years in India? <laughs> Here, you remember the upbringing that you and I had, Fred? The Queen, England, Empire, John Wesley and all? And then suddenly to be plunged into a world where gods have arms like beetles' legs. That, that, that's blasphemous! (laughs) Sir, will the monkey's fingers work if you pull the tendons? Like a rabbit's foot. Oh, I'm leaving the table if if this talk keeps on. Ah, Don't get carried away, Dorothy. I must tell you. See, I was in India less than a fortnight when I was trapped in the midst of a festival called the Kali Puja. It's the darkest night of the month. Adoration of Kali, wife of Kala, god of death and of time. Only a great slaughter of sheep and goats can appease her. Single saber stroke to lop off the beast's head. You old Sergeant Major, please. That, Mrs. Todd, is India. That cannot be all of India. No, no, there is gentleness there, too. But it's the mysteries of India that stay with you. There's no way to shake them. You think you have as you sail up past Aden and the Suez. You feel you're a sensible, no-nonsense Englishman again. And then, out of the blue, in a cottage as cosy as this, the shock of something quite... Quite? Something quite frightful. Like your monkey's paw. I'd rather you forgot it. Let's see it again. Just once more. Oh, very well, if you insist. Uh, Look at it. It's an ordinary little paw dried to a mummy. May I, sir? (laughs) What, examine it? See if you can find the mystery. Tendon's too dry to move. Well, better look next time. So what's special about it? A spell. Put on it by a holy man, a fakir. Spell? To prove that fate rules our lives. How? He decreed that three people, each in turn, would have three wishes granted by it. Three people, three wishes, and no more. And did the three people get their wishes? Two did. The third is yet to come. Jeremy, you've not given it a whirl. I have. That was the second. And were they... Granted? They were. What were they? 
Oh, they were small enough. But I shall never tell how they were answered. <laughs> oh, my. Sergeant Major, you are making a fine spoof of it. Even your face has gone white. Yes. And, uh, the first person who wished... was a friend of mine, a lance corporal from Aberdeen. I don't know his first two wishes. His third was for death. That's how I got the poor. But you finished with it? And you still keep it? But what good is it now, sir? I did have some idea of selling it, but no. Jeremy, if you talk up that monkey's paw with others as convincingly as you've done with us... It's caused enough mischief. If you could have another three wishes, sir, would you want them? No. My God, no. No one must ever ask a wish of this thing again. Now I'll be done with it. Jeremy, what did you do that for? Toss it in the fire. Quick, burn. Up and fish it out. Hurry, hurry. Right. Barely scorched. A few hairs. Back in the fire, lad. Let it burn. If you don't want it, Jeremy, give it to me. Here, Dad. If you keep it, Fred, don't you blame me for what happens. Fair enough, Jeremy. No, don't be a fool. Pitch it on the fire like a sensible fella. How does it work, hmm? What's the magic trick? You're serious? Serious as you, Jeremy. You're the one who convinced us this thing works. You hold it in your right hand and make your wish aloud. <laughs> That's all? Except for the consequences. <laughs> What you might do, Fred, dear, wish for another pair of hands from India for me. All the work around this house. If you must wish, wish for something sensible. Sensible? I warn you, the spell of the paw is no joke. Sensible. Sensible. (laughs) I'll put it away. I can't take this seriously now. You will. When you discover the joke is on you. an hour yet, till the midnight shift. I like your Sergeant Major, Fred. Do you know? He's changed. But uh, most of the lad I knew is still there. Any of the lad he knew here, Dad? Oh, not bloody likely. Catch me believing a yarn like that. Did you give him anything for it, dear? The monkey's paw. A trifle. He didn't want to take it, but I made him. Ah, some money banking him. And he took advantage of you. I like him the better for that. He placed me again to throw it away. Not bloody likely. Why, we're going to be rich. 
and I'll refuse to work nights at Mo and Megan's. <laughs> Wish to be an emperor, Freddy. Oh, looks like... Yes, yeah, it looks like the... the end of a child. Shouldn't be so greedy on your first wish, Dad. I mean, an emperor is a lot to ask. I don't know what to ask for, that's a fact. Well, if you've got everything you want, I've not. Good. You take it and wish. All that thing in my hand, I couldn't. What about the mortgage, Mum? Dad, if you cleared that... The 200 pounds? Hey, would you like that, Dorothy? Not too grasping... Frivolous? Oh, I don't know when you two are serious. As serious as you, Mum. Do it, Dad. <clears throat> I wish. I wish. Don't anybody giggle. I. I wish for two hundred pounds. No! Freddy? What is it, Dad? It moved. What? The monkey's paw. Cooled up. Stiff and solid as a walnut, then suddenly... What? It... twisted in my hand. <laughs> but look, there's no money coming out of the walls. No, but look at your wallet, Fred. It's the most sensible place for wished-for money to appear. Yeah. Feels no fatter. One pound, two shillings. Well, so much for that. Oh, yeah, but pick up the paw before you step on it. Shall I give it to the cat? But put it on the shelf. As I wished, it twisted my hand like a snake. Nonsense, Fred, it's just your fancy. Well, no, I'm done. <laughs> Gave me a shock, all the same. Mm. Well... Come on, Dorothy. Off to bed. Yeah. Yeah, but you will put the cat out when you take off to work. Right. And the light. I will. Night, Mum. Dad. Night. Any of the lad you know here. I can dawdle. I do hope it doesn't rain before Herbert gets off shift and uh, home. What you looking at? Out window. There's a man out there on the street. Never seen a man out there. Well, he's peering at the house. That's the fourth time he's passed the gate. Hmm. Oh, real tough. And he's coming in. Oh, dear. Answer the door, Freddy, while I get rid of this apron. He's not a lord, Dorothy. Yes, sir. Hey, Mr. Todd, I come from Mo and Megan's. Oh, oh, do come in, won't you? Thank you. <clears throat> My missus. How do you do? 
Uh, my name's Tilbury. I was asked to call on you. Oh, uh, excuse the mess, uh, uh, Mr. Tilbury. We weren't expecting to sit down. I'll not include more than a Please moment. come from Moore and Meggins, dear. Oh. Uh-huh. Is anything wrong? Nothing's happened to Herbert. There, there, Dorothy. Don't jump to conclusions. Mrs. Todd, Mr. Todd. Oh. I'm sorry. He's hurt. He's... Is he hurt? I'm afraid... Aye, he's badly hurt. But he's not in any pain. Oh, thank God. Thank... See, Freddy, it's not so bad. I, I thought... Oh, I was afraid. But it's not so bad. It's all right. No. It's not. Your Herbert was caught in the machinery, Mrs. Todd. He was drawn in among the pulleys and the big flywheel. Caught? In the machinery? What's he saying, friend? Don't believe him. No, he's been such a careful boy, Herbert. Always. Mr. Tilbury, they've mistaken him for some other... other... Tell him, friend. Tell him. He was the only one left. We lost three babies. Uh, we we all wish we could undo this. It's hard. <clears throat> the firm wishes me to convey their sincere sympathy with you and your great loss, and I'm to say that Moore and Meggins disclaim all liability, but in consideration of your son's services, they wish to present you with a certain sum as compensation. How? Oh. How? Oh. Two hundred pounds. You didn't say two hundred. Here, Mr. Todd. Come back, Dorothy. What are you doing out of bed? What was I doing in bed? Aren't you cold? Does it matter? No. Nothing matters. Yes. It matters that you don't... Don't what? Come back to bed. You catch your death, my dear, wandering about in the middle of the night. Fred, why have we forgotten the paw? The monkey's paw? What's the matter? What? Wanted. Wanted? Have you... You've not destroyed it? I've not touched it. No, why should I? Since I made that wish and dropped it... Where is it? I don't know. Didn't Herbert pick it up? It's not in his pocket. He didn't take it with I him. I think he, um, he set it down somewhere in the park. <laughs> oh, I, I, I just now thought of it. Why didn't we before? Think of what? The other two wishes. We only made one. Was that not enough? No, we'll have one more. Go down and get it, Fred, quickly. 
We'll wish our boy alive again. Oh, God, you're mad. My wish and what happened at the works at Moore and Megan's had nothing, nothing to do with each other. Oh, get it. Get it quickly and wish. Dorothy, for God. Get it, get it. it. Get it, you wish. You don't know what wish. you're asking. God. Come back to bed. Oh, we had the first wish granted. Why not the second? A coincidence. Go and get it and wish, Fred. Dorothy. Hard Herbert has been dead for ten days. He was smashed and pulled apart by those shafts and the flywheel. I could only recognise him by the bits of his clothing. If he was too terrible for anyone to see then, how could you... Bring now? him back? Do you think I fear this lost child I bore? I nursed him. I raised him. Am I to fear him now? All right. All right, Dorothy. So be it. We'll go downstairs and ask... It... For Herbert... Wish, Fred, wish for our son. It's foolish and wicked. Do it. As Sergeant Major Morris told you to, hold it in your right hand and wish aloud. And remember Jeremy warned us of the consequences. The third wish was for... Wish. I wish my son alive. Nothing. Thank God. It didn't even move in my hand. But you wish. Exactly as Jeremy instructed. Then why? Oh, my darling. We can't have what nature won't allow. Come back to bed now, Dorothy. There's a good girl. Come along now. Yes, Fred. I'll be up. Herb, please. Outside. 
Herbert. I don't hear anything. It's our son. It's him. Dorothy, for God's sake, stay here. Don't go down. Let go of me. My boy, of course he couldn't get here sooner. The cemetery's two miles away. Dorothy, there's nothing. Don't go. Why are you holding me back? Let go. There he is. I've got to open the door for him. Our own son. Afraid of him. Your own son. I'm afraid for you. You didn't see him when they pulled him from the flywheel. And he's been ten days in the air. Let me go. I'm coming, Herbert. I'm coming. Dear boy, just let me get the bolt off. The bolt. Fred, come down and help me. The bolt's jammed and I can't open the door to let Herbert in. Nothing out of place. See? You wished her but dead. You sent him back to his grave. You wouldn't have wanted him alive. So mutilated and in such agony. Why didn't you wish him alive and whole? 
Why didn't you, with your last wish, wish him whole? Oh, oh, God, why, why didn't I? Oh, so natural, nothing. Out of place. Thanks for joining us at 1001 Ghost Stories and Tales of the Macabre. Join us next week, Sunday night. For a brand new episode. Until then, everyone, stay safe, and we'll be back soon. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress. Instead of perfection, you don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold.